transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. That's right, that's right. This is another episode of Coffee and Contemplation. I happen to be your host, Old Heart. A.K.A. Jared. A.K.A. Homie that don't give a fuck. A.K.A. Really, just whatever. I hope you're doing well, dear people. Dear hot dogs, thank you for listening, for coming back and getting more of this secret podcast sauce. Uh, (laughs) Whatever the fuck that means. Uh, like I said, hope you're all doing well. Uh, shit is weird and whack and all sorts of bizarre as always. Uh, so, you know, beware there. Um, you know, COVID Cyrus is still doing its thing, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So, yes, yes, yes. My pretties, my Puppets, my pamplemousse. I only have one pamplemousse, and that's actually a cute little dog named Roxy. So shout-outs to Roxy. Uh, I miss you, you little furball genius. She's, I swear to God, she's, you know, tough as rocks and twice as cute. Uh, but either way, we're not we're not talking about Roxy today. Today we're talking about something else that's cute and amazing and sort of fuzzy also, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Very good segue. I didn't even mean to do that. Uh, we're talking about My Neighbor Totoro. My Neighbor Totoro, mm, it's probably my favorite uh, Studio Ghibli film. Um, it's something I hold very dear to me uh, because I remember being shown the movie when I was a very young kid, uh, and like I still have the VHS copy of this movie that that we had uh, as boys, that me and the Bug Boys had. It's it still has my my mom's handwriting that says our last name on there for when we brought it over to our friends' houses. Uh, <laughs> that's no joke. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's an amazing movie, and it's a really great story about dealing, like, just dealing with your emotions, and dealing, and, you know, trying to find happiness in, in, in all sorts of dark times, and not kind of, you know, just kind of keeping your chin up, you know, I, I don't know, it's, it's about a lot, uh, but it, it, you know, it came out in originally came out in, in April of 1988. Uh, that's the year I was born. I was born in October of 1988, um, and it it runs about 87 minutes. The the first thing I kind of want to note about this is something I remember is that is that it had a weird dubbing that happened like dubbing situation that happened when it got moved to america i think the first uh english dubs that were made came out of uh i want to say fox video maybe i'm wrong about that uh, in 1988 
US-based company Streamline Pictures produced an exclusive English language dub of the film for use as an in-flight movie on Japan Airlines flight. So that was technically the first dubbing. So the <laughs> first dubbing of this beautiful movie was for commercial airlines. <laughs> what the fuck? So weird. Uh, in April 93, Troma Films, under their 50th Saint Films banner, distributed the dub of the film as a theatrical release, uh, and that was later re-released onto VHS by Fox Video. Okay. So that's what it was. Uh, and that's the copy I have. I have a copy of the Fox Video copy. In 2004, Disney produced an all-new English dub of the movie that was released. And that, that movie, I think, has is a little, like, it's a little different. And I'm, I'm not too down with that. Uh, I remember the movie first being shown to me. Shoutouts to my dad. Uh, he showed us this movie on Laserdisc when it came out. On Laserdisc. And that's how I was introduced to it. And then we subsequently got the VHS. Um, but this movie... So this movie starts in 1958 Japan. And you meet... Uh, it's about uh, a professor and his two daughters, Satsuki and Mei. Uh, Satsuki and Mei and their father move into this kind of old house that that immediately they need to work on uh and you you eventually find out that their their mother yasuko is in a hospital with a long-term illness and that's kind of the overall like heavy burden that's like weighing down these children and their father throughout this entire movie is that their their mother seems to be dying basically and there's nothing that they can really do about it and that's one of the biggest struggles i think that we i mean people deal with that all the time where there's this this thing happening in in our uncontrollable life or in somebody that we hold really close to us their un, their uncontrollable life because that's what life is it's just it's for a lot of aspects it's uncontrollable uh and you just you have to just deal with it you have to understand like you know process Shit, shout out, shout outs to anybody listening out there. Always. You guys are fucking great. Shout outs to, uh, well, you hot dogs, like I said. Uh, and my friends and family. You guys are fucking amazing for always putting up with my shit. Shout outs to anybody affected by the coronavirus, COVID Cyrus, aka virus, the Cyrus, aka what the fuck. Fuck it. Um, anyway, back to my neighbor Totoro. So. You find out that the that they have some shit going on in their family, and when they move into this old house, little May uh, discovers these spirits, and uh, that she kind of just like follows, and then eventually discovers Totoro. And Totoro, I believe, is a, is a spirit of the forest. Yeah, excuse me. And uh, he really see, comes off as like. This big, sleepy, like Snorlax is a huge ripoff of Totoro. All right, I'm gonna say it. He comes off as this big, sleepy thing, but really, like, you don't wanna fuck with him. You don't wanna fuck with Totoro because he's like, it's like one of those big, like a large, I don't mean this like offensively, I guess, but a large, like, like a fat guy who's also really tall. They just look like they can do some damage because they're really big. Whether that's the case or not, or they're big softies, you know, where you get like tickle their belly and like they'll just be like, oh, which is kind of like what my neighbor, to what Totoro is, you know, uh, you know, 
different story. What am I talking about? Anyway, so Mei discovers Totoro, and then uh, slowly Satsuki also discovers Totoro, and they go through like a series of events. That, you know where it's just I don't know. Like things just like they kind of have these happy moments, but there's this overall heaviness that just pervades throughout this movie and then uh on one rainy night the girls are waiting for their father tatsu's bus tatsu's bus uh which is late may falls asleep on satsuki's back and right next to them totoro appears and this is like the kind of like the the classic iconic scene i think and like they have this shared moment where they share their umbrella with totoro and uh they eventually hop on this giant cat-shaped bus that shows up which is a, a tattoo i want for sure actually the the reason like i i really want a uh, miyazaki inspired sleeve stems like tattoo sleeve stems from this movie uh and and subsequently the other works this movie as a kid introduced me to because i knew the name hayao miyazaki i knew the name studio ghibli after this and uh anyway uh it's 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 really beautiful art and animation in this shit um so when this movie came out though let's talk a little bit about this so so the so when the movie came out in japan my neighbor totoro sold uh r- roughly eight hundred thousand tickets uh and it then went on to be gross a total of 1.17 billion yen in japan as of 2006 so when it first came out i guess it made it made uh 588 million yen and that was just in in 1988 so i mean it was quite popular i'd say uh damn like it's just it's gone through such an interesting like release like so i just recently read that uh, the reason i want to do this is i just recently read that uh studio ghibli has made a deal to finally stream uh their work up until now they've they haven't had any streaming uh versions of their of a lot of their major movies like my neighbor totoro uh kiki's delivery service um we're talking about uh, Howl's Moving Castle, uh, fucking Princess Mononoke, you know, that kind of shit. Um, but none of those, like, as as amazing as all those other movies are to me that I just listed, uh, none of them match uh, the weight and just the emotional and sentimental attachment I have to My Neighbor Totoro. Uh, it's just because it's this, it's this really fun movie with these, these, you know, adorable characters and these people that are not, I don't know, like nothing about this movie is that scary, you know what I mean? But, but there's a, there's an overall sadness to this whole movie that you sort of, I don't know, like the characters in the movie, you kind of work through as you're watching like through this as you're watching it and you get you know you try and find the reasons to be a little more uh happy and and it's that i think that's kind of the thing about this movie it's it's again like i said it's sort of about keeping your head up you know like life is uncontrollable and shit happens and shit can be terrible but you know you have to stay positive as much as you can you have to keep caring about the people you love and and you know move, trying to keep moving on you know and that's actually a really incredible 
uh, story for, or, you know, a story. That's an incredible, like, theme for right now, too. You know, this weird, weird change of a world we're living in where everything's kind of stopped. Not everything. A lot of things have kind of stopped in certain places. And there's this overall kind of fear and panic in the air. Uh, panic that you might lose a loved one. You know, and that's that, that's something that that my neighbor Totoro and the to and Totoro the spirit uh, help uh, show you. You can work through, and there is positivity everywhere, all the time, even when you don't think about it. And that's something I have to remind myself personally a lot. So trust me, I know. Either way, this has been another episode of Coffee and Contemplation. Uh, I've been drinking another cup of Batdorf Bronson coffee. It's fantastic fucking coffee. It's a locally roasted coffee in Olympia, Washington. Uh, if you want, you can go on their website and uh, order it. Should have it shipped to your house. And a lot of coffee roasters are doing that right now. I want to shout out to coffee roasters. That's my livelihood and my life and my passion. Um... You know, a lot of them are doing are still doing, uh, you know, shipping and, and and roasting. So look online and find them. And in the meantime, keep listening to this bullshit online at Old Heart Radio. Uh, thanks for listening, to hot dogs. Use your brains for good. Every day is a good day to ripen up that coconut. Shouts to Mariah and Casey. And what do we say at the end of the podcast? Keep your stick on the ice.